Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you. I hope it's a great day for you because you know what? He wants you to have a great day. He wants you to do great things in your lives, and He wants you to be led by His Spirit in a powerful and mighty way. Our Heavenly Father, guide us this day. Open our hearts, our minds to your truth, and Lord, may your truth set us free. In Jesus' name, amen. Know what it's like to un- unlock the power of God? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 tells us, Do not quench the Spirit of God, or another translation, it is not, do not put out the Spirit of God. Sometimes up at our family camp in McCall, we go to Quaker Hill every Labor Day weekend. It's awesome. And, and we, we have a campfire at night on Sunday night, and we make s'mores for everyone. After all, what's a campfire without s'mores, right? You just don't have a fire to look at. You got to have s'mores out there. But after the fire, what do we do? I mean, after the campfire, we put out the fire. We quench the fire. We have to make sure nothing is smoldering. And let me tell you, it takes a while. Dirt, water, then you still have to watch it for a bit so you don't have the embers. I tell you this to tell you that we should be so full of the things of God that would get our attention if the fire was was being quenched. Many uh, people's spiritual lives have been quenched because of the way they think, the way they act, and of course, the way they live. Oh, so many people talk about the incredible spiritual talk. Oh, man, I am a man of God. I'm a woman of God. I'm walking every single day in the spirit of the living God. But when it comes down to everyday living, they struggle. They struggle like everybody else. But sometimes we think people are holier than they are. But we need, to, we need to think people are in love with Jesus because we need to be in love with Jesus. There are some things we need to move beyond, and we need to uh, let God help us become solid in the things of God. We must move beyond a calloused heart. Yes, a calloused heart. The definition of callous is a very hard heart. Someone treats us poorly or, or someone does uh, something we disagree with, we get angry and we get bitter, which develops a spiritual callous on us, which in turn makes us turn into a hard life. And, and he tells us not to quench the spirit of God because we will never, ever be right with God if we carry bitterness and unforgiveness in our hearts. I believe, honestly, folks, that it is a plague in Christian society. Oh, we can handle maybe not living like the world in actions, like the sins mentioned in the Bible. I think people think they are just fine spiritually because they don't do some of those things, when in actuality, they are probably worse than those that do them because they carry around the attitude of, God and I have it all together. People of God, we must purge ourselves of this incredible detriment to our spiritual lives. You need to set yourself free from your attitude. A prideful spirit will cause a downfall. The psalmist writes in Psalm 66, 18 through 20, If I had a cherry sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love for me. So why did God listen to him? Because he didn't have a hidden sin. He released it to God. You see, hidden sin needs to be released to God. I hate to sound like a prophet today, but I know there are people in this listening area 
who have hidden sins before God today. Oh, each one of us knows in our hearts, in our own lives, what that is. God isn't anxious to beat you over the head with it, but he wants you to release it to him so you can have a clear passageway to God, and he will hear and answer your prayers. God wants to answer your prayers. He's waiting for you to communicate with him. He's waiting for you to talk to him. Some people wonder why it seems God isn't working in their lives. And I can tell you many times because it is a hidden sin. And believe me, we don't want the pastor or anyone else to talk about it. We just want to keep cruising along and not feel guilty about anything. When you release to God, be ready because you are unlocking the power of God on your life. You're unleashing him to do powerful things in your life. Don't you want to release him to do powerful things in your life? Don't you want him to bless you bountifully and to use you mightily? In 1973, I was looking forward to my senior year of high school basketball. I was, I had fought off knee injuries and uh, I was ready to go. And right before we had our annual blue and gold scrimmage in Caldwell, which the city came to watch, you know, uh, I was thinking a lot about it. And I had a great blue and gold game, led the team in scoring and ready to go for the season, high hopes. And then the next week I had an appendicitis attack and had an aptidectomy immediately. And so I missed the first bunch of practices and I was so excited to come back and start playing that I started playing and my stitches were still in and they opened up. And then it was worse yet. Well, my appendix was inflamed. It could burst, so they yanked it out. Just like that in our spiritual world, it's time for a real synectomy in our lives. We need to purge that which is slowing us down. I have believed from the very beginning of my ministry in Boise in 1988 that God wanted us to do great things in our lives. He wanted people's lives to be touched. People, He wanted people to come to total surrender to him. I don't believe we've seen yet what God will do through each one of us, but folks, it's coming. We keep pressing on to the high calling that God has for us. Yes, we get pressure from all sides to become complacent in our walk with God, complacent with our spiritual practices, and many times the pressures of life beats us down. You know, the story of the Apostle Peter was very close to Jesus. But when the pressure was on, he denied Christ. Yes, you're might. He denied Christ. And, and he wouldn't have had to, but he did, because we all have a choice. You're a reminder of the story. In fact, I'll just read to you Matthew 26, uh, 69 through 75, one of the long chapters in the Bible. It says, now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. Hey, you also with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow is with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you're one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore at them, I don't know the man. Immediately, the rooster crowed. Folks, after the rooster crowed, he went out and wept bitterly. He was reminded of his sin. 
But thanks be to God, he recognized it later, and he got it straightened out. People of God, we've got to recognize our sin. We've got to recognize those things in our lives that are keeping us down. We've got to recognize the root of bitterness that so destroys us. That's like someone who just continues to sin, gets calloused by it, and pretty soon it feels perfectly normal, and there is no conscience. We lose our consciousness of it, and suddenly... There we are, living a life of sin and thinking it's okay, justifying sin. We must recognize what sin does to the heart. It pollutes the heart. And soon you find yourself with a new normal, and everyone else of life is wrong, crazy, or judgmental. When in life will people recognize the incredible power of God through his cleansing and unlock the power he wants you to have? Sin stymies our spiritual growth. What does stymie mean? Stops it. We move right along in life, and then suddenly, pow, we hit stumbling block, or we knowingly sin, and then we try to plow through it without giving it to God. As I said earlier in my message, we allow the seed of bitterness to build up, and then we can't see anything clearly because of the bitter root. People of God, it's time to clear ourselves of those bitter roots. It's time to look to the positive. He wants us to be positive. He doesn't always want us to be looking over our shoulder for things that we've done or things that we that cause us problems in our lives. He wants us to get through those things. He wants us to plow through those things. I remember when Snowmageddon was here in, in the Treasure Valley, and I couldn't even get out of my driveway because a plow truck came through and plowed, and so I had about a foot and a half pile in front of my driver. So I had to go out and take the shovel and clear it off so I can get out of my driveway. But see, that's what we have to do in our own spiritual lives sometimes is get out and plow and get rid of those things that are blockading our relationship with God. And there are a lot of things like that in everyday life. And many times, folks, it's attitude. Many times it's the attitude of where we work or the things we're doing or uh, the way we treat people. So many times we treat people with kid gloves, but yet behind their back we just stab them. People of God, it is time to turn all that over to him. I ask today that you turn those things to God. If you have any roots of bitterness in your life whatsoever, you say, God, today I release them. Today I give them to you. And you know what? He will take them. He will forgive you. He will give you a new start. Wouldn't it be great to have a new start? You don't have to worry about the past. God has taken it. Today I begin a new life with you. And folks, if you do that, your life is going to be better. Your future is going to be better. Your relationship with God is going to be better. Your relationship with your family is going to be better. God's going to direct you. Oh, that doesn't mean you're not going to have any more problems. That doesn't mean you're not going to have any more temptations. Oh, no, they might come even more rapid pace, but you're going to be able to handle them. Dear Heavenly Father, today I ask for every heart listening today, every soul listening today, that, Lord, if there is anything that is before you, if there's anything they're putting before you, that they would release that to you, and, God, you would move them in their lives, that they would move towards you, that they would realize, Lord, that you forgive them and you want to help them move forward. God, I ask for your strength and your power from above. Bless these dear people today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.